Hi, this is Hugh Greenwood from the North Melbourne Footy Club, and you're listening to another episode of the Hashtag Kangaroos Podcast. Here is your host, Dean Basich. Welcome to another episode. My name is Dean Bash. You can find me on X at hashtag Kangas, Instagram hashtag Kangaroos Podcast, TikTok hashtag Kangaroos One. So tonight I'm not only joined by one, but two AFLW players and up and coming stars, Bella Eddy and Tess Craven, to go through our all important prelim final coming up this weekend. I asked the girls, um, I talked a fair bit about the Melbourne game a couple of weeks ago and what that does for their confidence and belief going into this week, how they can uh, get over the um, Crows this week as well, um, how exciting it is to get in the grand final. Uh, also had some fun questions uh, at the end as well for the girls. Uh, unfortunately, Testy cut out a little bit at the end, but we still uh, we got her back on towards the end. So she was able to answer that and be a great sport. I know uh, she felt like she got roasted a bit, but uh, no, it was all in good fun. Let's not waste any more of your time. Let's bring on Bella and Tess right now to go through our all-important game coming up this week. Well, let us speak of the AFLW team, and who better to get on than the two up-and-coming stars of the team in Bella Eddie and TikTok, TikTok Tess Craven to the show. <laughs> Bella, I forgot to ask you, what's, have you got a nickname? Uh, no, I don't. Oh, okay, just Bells or something? Yeah, no, I don't know, Craven. Oh, no. <laughs> that's easy. No. Okay, no, well, well, very big welcome on the show anyway. Uh, we'll start with you, Tess. How's your week been? Or, uh, how's the week uh, been off for you so far? Oh, yeah, it's been good. I mean, I, I've just finished uni, so I'm not doing really anything. And the week off kind of just gave me more license to do not much. So just saw for some family and, yeah, just took a step back from footy for the week. But um, back into it now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, you've got to switch on now. Uh, what about you, Bella? You enjoy the week off and not having to prepare for a game last weekend? Yeah, I actually really enjoyed it, which I was surprised by. At first, I didn't know if I liked the idea of having a week off, but um, it turned out I really enjoyed just having a break and that step back and not having to worry about getting ready for a game, but um, feeling really refreshed now to um, get into it this week. Yeah, it sounds like it came at a good time. I mean, 11 weeks in a row, going pretty hard, and the Melbourne game was uh, pretty tough, uh, which we'll talk about in a second. Uh, any niggles that uh, you had to get over, Tess? No, no, nothing, nothing at all. I'm tough. <laughs> what about you, Bella? Obviously, you can't uh, say that you had something now. <laughs> no, um, all good, thankfully. Yeah, well, you got a bit of a knock from Lulu Puller. Uh, I see she ran through you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but uh, you seem to pull up all right, which is uh, good to hear. Well, we might as well talk about it and relive some of the memories from our famous win uh, a couple of weeks ago now. Tess? I don't think Vince McMahon could have drawn a better script. The coaching and tactics from them to the players really executing the game plan. It was as good as it gets, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't think we could have wished for anything more than exactly what happened. I think we all we wanted to win, but to, to win by that much, I think, shocked us all. Um, but, yeah, I think it really just speaks to the planning throughout the week um, and then, you know, the commitment from us players to deliver and then just, yeah, bring the pressure ultimately, like bring that physicality that, we've sometimes lacked and yeah it was like a final piece of the puzzle came together for us and it was good it happened against the D's. Oh definitely yeah no I really enjoyed it myself. Uh, Bella there are moments in every game that we look back fondly but seeing Kate Sheila just burn Libby Birch on the wing and then give a 30 metre handball to Talia 
and you getting on the end of it uh, for a goal was the moment I thought we've got this. It must have been nice to get on on the end of such a good passage of play. Yeah, definitely. It was a it was a great passage of play. Um, you know, seeing Shields take off and use her speed like that. You know, when you see a player use their weapons, it's always really nice to see the players' weapons come to fruition. So, um, and then yeah, to link up like the way we did with Charles, and then to me. Yeah, it's a really great goal to be a part of. And I think um, it was a really important one too coming out of that second half um, that we had dominated them. Um, the scoreboard was still pretty close in reality. So to put a bit more scoreboard pressure on, um, I think it was really good. Yeah, I could sense um, because they were coming hard at us for that first 10 minutes of the third quarter. And when that happened, I think it might have even been our first inside 50. Uh, to get that goal, you could sort of see that, that it's uh, pretty much sunk them. And we, we seem to grow an inch taller. Um, I think even the next uh, centre bounce, I think, um, yeah, there was a lot more energy from us and they looked a bit flatter. And uh, you could sort of sense the game was getting away from them. Uh, TikTok, I know you didn't get the possessions, but to me, that was one of your best games. I wasn't able to go. <laughs> I think your ability to run back and stop the switch in transition was as important as anyone playing that game. Was that a message from the coaches before the start of the game that you have to be very accountable? Um, I guess. Uh, yeah, uh, thank you for that. But um, I guess it's just, it's sort of something you always want to do as a wing. You don't want to let your, your winger um, get too involved in the play. Um, but especially Melbourne, they are very quick wingers. So we knew if they got on the outside of us, um, they could be really dangerous. So it was just, yeah, good to keep them accountable for their position and not let them come to the corridor, which they really like doing. So I think as a credit to all of us wings, I think we really, um, you know, kept our opponents accountable all day. Um, so, yeah, I'm just lucky to be part of a good unit. Yeah, no, everyone played their role, and uh, in particular yourself. You sort of um, – there was a couple of two-on-ones which you halved, which was really good to get a hand on the ball. So, no, you certainly played your role, which is um, – yeah, it certainly helped um, them transitioning the ball, especially second quarter. I felt like they were trying to switch it a lot. Um, but um, you, uh, you and the rest of the girls made it really tough for them. Uh, Bella, I've gotten really excited two times when I've raised my lungs and voice in the AFLW program. One was when you took a contested overhead mark last year. I think it was against <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other was when you received a handball from Craig, Kate Sheila and ran into goal about 30 metres. I started yelling, for, yes, from the top of my voice because I knew you were going to kick it. The guy next to me even said, geez, you went early there. It must have been good, a good feeling to kick a couple of crucial goals and put a nail in the coffin effectively. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think everyone loves kicking a few snags, so it's always nice to get on the scoreboard. Um, yeah, and I think it came at a really important time for us in the game. But, um, you know, I guess it's so cliche, but it's true. You know, I was just the one who got on the end of it, the lucky one who got the last chain in the, in the link. So, you know, Shields probably had every right to run off and maybe have a crack herself. Um, but, you know, it's all every goal is a team effort and it probably starts from somewhere, a turnover in the back half or a good tackle or something like that. So, um, yeah, it definitely feels nice to be the one who gets on the end of it, but the recognition and reward probably should be going elsewhere at the end of the day. No, you've got to no, – it's all about you uh, here, Bella. No, that's a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful finish. Never look like missing. Just get that yeah, in the right spot at the right time. So, yeah, no, it was a good decision by Sheila, I think. Um, Tess, the pressure in the game was through the roof and I talked about – how good you were getting back and being defensive when the Demons were trying to transition. Having 104 tackles for the game is crazy good. I've never seen that. Did you maybe learn a lesson from the Lions the week before the Demons? And I don't think it's just the Demons, that if you put the heat on them, that you're a pretty good chance. Oh, I mean, 
it certainly helped that the Lions um, shook up the D's and um, we got to watch that, obviously. But I think it's I think it's just anyone we need to pressure. And um, I think that was, even in our game against the Bulldogs, I think we lacked in our pressure at certain points. So, um, yeah, I mean, especially the Demons, because they, they were such a handball-happy um, team, then we really knew we had to get up. And, you know, we, we set a target of, I think, like 80 tackles. So to get to 100 was amazing because we're at 50 at half time, And I think Croc set us a challenge. It was like, why don't we get to 100? And to actually get there, um, I think that just speaks to the group. Again, just putting their eyes on a task and, and going after it, which is really good. Mm. Bella, just on a tackle count, we had 104 for the game and you had five. Now, the equal loss for the team was two, and one of those players was Tess, Tess Craven. That's pretty disappointing. And be a leader yourself. Any messages for Tess in that regard? <laughs> oh. <laughs> that, is, uh, that is brutal. That is. Um, wow. Oh, well, what can I say? No, um, look, I think, you know, playing the forward line, it's probably a little easier at times to lay a tackle and I get to go up and play the stoppage as well. So you're probably a bit closer to your opponent. But I think, as you mentioned before, Tess's ability to come off and, and lay, it might seem like nothing but a crucial spoil or a hand in there to prevent them from marking it and give us a chance. I think um, if she's going to do that all day, then I'm happy for her not to lay too many tackles. Yeah, she's a winger. Yeah, so they, they generally don't get too many tackles as it is. Um, Tess? Don't take it personally. I was just uh, joking there. So, yeah. Uh, yeah all jokes right aside, though, we, we talked early in the season and maybe pre-season from memory that, about your role in the team. Now, I think it was round four you were dropped from the team. At the time, was that hard to take? And what did you do after that to come back and not only come back but play some pretty good football as well? Gee, you're really coming at me from all angles, aren't you? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, I guess, I guess that was probably... I remember speaking to Croc at the time when he told me I was out of the team. He sort of said, I think this could be a good circuit breaker for you to just, you know, I think for a long time the worst fear of any player is getting dropped. And then, you know, that was just constantly playing in my head. And then it happened and the world didn't end. And I got to just take a step back and be confident. And, yeah, and then just, you know, go back to why I love playing footy and what I can bring to the team and stop worrying so much about selection. And, I mean, I was lucky enough that, um, a spot opened up in the team the next week. But, yeah, I think it was was probably that good circuit breaker for me and I could refocus and just be like, what does the team need me to do? Um, I don't need to be anything special. I just need to play need to play my role. And, yeah, it's held me in good stead for the rest did of the Did you season. enjoy your role across halfback? Yeah, I did. I certainly did. It's um, it's difficult, though, when you're running halfback and you have um, Erica O'Shea and Emma Carney in your back yeah. line. So, yeah, no, it is very fun. But, yeah. Um, Emma Carney steals all the kicks, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, Erica, she seems to get a few herself. Um, so, yeah, no, that's that's fair enough. But you started getting a few. You, I think you started getting uh, more comfortable in the role as the weeks uh, uh, got on as well. And you started getting uh, – you started certainly uh, showing more confidence out in the field. So, yeah, no, sometimes it's not a bad thing getting dropped. I've certainly been on the end of it uh, a number of times uh, playing football and cricket. So, that's just part and parcel, unfortunately. You can't take it personally. And um, you just got to work on ways um, to improve yourself. That's all you can do at the end of the day. Bella, from a personal point of view, how have you seen your season this year playing as that small forward? You've kicked eight goals this year. You've stepped into the leadership group as well. You must be happy with your own personal form. Um, yeah, no, nah, it's been all right. I think, um, yeah, I think I've made some good, good strides forward and it's always nice to see some improvement, which I think I have definitely improved. And it's been a really, um, 
awesome experience to be in the leadership group and see get a closer insight into how some of those um, players go about it. Um, you know, I feel like I'm I'm happy but not satisfied is probably how I'd put it. I feel like there's still a lot lot to give and a lot to learn and a lot of room to get better. And I think I showed potential in some games and um, some games not so much. So, you know, that's all part of being a young player and it's all part of the journey. But to be honest, um, I'm just happy to go out there and um, play my role as best I can for the team. Um, I think if we can get as many as possible of the 21 turning up on game day, then that's what's going to get the job done. Um, so first and foremost, I think the team's really improved and we've come a long way as a whole unit, which I'm really proud of everyone um, for that. Yeah, I, I remember a coach telling me, because I played as a small forward as well, um, yeah, back a number of years ago now, uh, and he sort of uh, compared it to cricket, uh, fielding slips. Um, sometimes um, you're not going to get many opportunities and the ball's just not going to bounce your way, but there's always going to be one or two moments and the odd nick that comes your way and make sure you take that, those opportunities. Uh, and the, the role is a lot different this year. I mean, your pressure, um, you must be happy with um, your pressure as well in that forward half, especially the last couple of weeks as a team and yourself. Um, the forward half pressure has been outstanding, hasn't it? Yeah, the forward half pressure across the board has been outstanding. Um, it's definitely something that as forwards we really pride ourselves on and um, it's definitely a focus every week going into the game. If you're not going to put the pressure on, then you're going to sit on the bench. Um, you know, that's just a non-negotiable for us. And I think Alice O'Loughlin really leads the way in that sense. Her pressure is absolutely outstanding and um, she's really set, set the bar for me. I've been trying to um, catch up to her in terms of pressure, to be honest. So I think it's really great. We've got such a talented team. You know, Jazz Garner lays about 10 tackles a week and our defenders have so many forward half intercepts. So sometimes it's easy to look at, you know, tackles and pressure points. But um, there's so many things that go into us being able to play that forward half footy across the board. Um, and you've got Mia King as well, who's just out there um, every week. Yeah, well, she just recently signed a three-year contract too and thoroughly deserved. I think her year's been outstanding. She's really stepped up. Um, yeah, especially her tackle count's usually in double figures most weeks. So, yeah, that's a fair point. Uh, Tess, we'll just have a couple more serious questions um, until we have a, a little bit of fun. Um, we've had this burden over the course of our AFLW existence that we can't beat the top teams. Now, with that monkey not only off our back, but he's been thrown into another suburb, we're in very good shape to face the Crows this week. You must be confident that we can beat them because we were very close a few weeks ago and lost the game in the last kick effectively after being, I think, the dominant team that day. I mean, yeah, I think I think it is a collective sigh of relief that we finally – I think it was more we played the footy we know we can play um, mm. and it came from everyone doing their job and showing it didn't require anything remarkable. It didn't require – stupid goals from the boundary or anything silly like that. It just required everyone doing their job um, to work together as a unit to get that game how you want it to look. Um, so I think with that footy, we can beat anyone, um, regardless of who they are. So I think we're just confident overall um, that if we play how we know we can play, then we can take on anyone. And, yeah, I think that Adelaide game, certainly we've got a bit of fire in the belly because, yeah, I, I do agree that we were dominant for the most of the most of that game. And then... Yeah, just they had a they had a good moment there, and we were, yeah, we we let it slide for a little bit, but um, yeah, I think with the confidence from the week before, and then you know that motivation from that close loss, I think hopefully will hold us in good stead. Yeah, I mean, even the game against Melbourne, I know a lot of people were surprised, but I wasn't shocked that that we won by that margin. I, I think even you would agree that uh, there's something in this group that, um, yeah, I think our best football, no one can match us, can they? 
Oh, I, I'd like to think that, but um, yeah, I think that was how it felt in the group as well. It wasn't a surprise. It was, it was a matter. It wasn't uh, if we were going to do it. It was just when, and I think it happened at a really good time for us. Yeah. yeah. Well, what do you think, Bella? I mean, I haven't. I, I've said all along that I see something in this team, this group that I haven't seen since I was watching North in the nineties, and they're our best football. Uh, uh, like yeah, that uh, no one can beat us. I think you and the girls uh, believe that, don't you? Yeah, definitely. I think. Um... As Tess alluded to, it was just a matter of getting the job done, really. I think for the past three years, we've probably thought that. But I think um, come game day, maybe perhaps we haven't bought that for the whole four quarters. And so we've never been able to knock those teams off. And, and to beat those, you know, big teams who are up there, who have all won premierships, etc., you do have to bring it for the whole four quarters. So I think for us to be able to do it, and now we all know what that looks like and feels like and how good it does feel at the end. So... Yeah, I think it, it's been really great for the group to just experience that and get the confidence from it. Yeah, oh, definitely. And, um, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, yeah, look, obviously we move forward to the Crows this week. I uh, heard a pretty convincing win against the Swans. Uh, I had Sarah White right on last week, and she said um, we really wanted to bring the energy against the Ds. Uh, Tess, will the message be similar this week? And we really want to bring that intensity and energy, particularly er uh, in the contest early against the Crows? 100%, 100% early is very important. But as Bella just said, we have to do yeah. it early and middle and last of every quarter. So you can't just be, we can't play half the game. We can't play three quarters of the game. We've got to play full four quarters. Um, so, yeah, I think it would just be energy consistently the whole time. Um, it can't be on and off. So, yeah, it's got to be that constant go and constant uh, drive to keep pressuring this team and keep playing how we want to play. Yeah, so it just has to be a four-quarter effort. Mm, that sounds good. Uh, Bella, was there any lessons from uh, – more many lessons from the Crows a couple of weeks ago that you can really take into this week? Yeah, definitely. I think probably the main lesson was just in terms of um, game state play. You know, obviously, um, based off that game, it's probably going to be pretty close again this game, and that's what we're all expecting, a really close fight that could probably go either way, to be honest. So – um, we learned a lot out of that last two minutes just in terms of um, what to do in that situation for next time. Should we run into it on the weekend, how we maybe could have done it a little better than what we did to potentially try and hold on this time? It's a bit harder with 16 out on the field, though, isn't it? Like There, there is more uh, case for open play rather than 18 on the field with the men's program. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, one could argue there's more space, but I guess... Um, I mean, I've been in the system for four years, tests for about three, I think. So it's been a long time since we've played with 18 on the field, I guess. So I don't really know what it's like anymore to have those extra two people out there, to be honest. Yeah, yeah true. You don't make any difference, do you? So, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, yeah that makes sense. Um, Tess, we had all Australians extended squads announced last week, and it's finally good to see Jasmine Ferguson getting the recognition she deserves because she, she's a star of our back line, isn't she? Oh, uh, I hope she doesn't listen to this because I'm going to say she is. Um, no, yeah, no, we love Fergie. And just what makes it even better is how good of a person she is. Um, and I don't think she would have cared if she ever got All-Australian just because that's how devoted the team she is. She doesn't care about all the external noise. She just wants to deliver and do her role, which cannot be that glamorous sometimes being good old Barb. But, um, yeah, I think, yeah, honestly, it's just great to see great people rewarded. I mean, Obviously, we're used to somehow we're used to Ashdale and Jamagana and Khan's delivering what we always know they're going to deliver. 
but yeah, to see to see Ferg get up there and get a bit of recognition is yeah, it's really good. It's really good to see all their work pay off. Yeah, well, you're a bit disappointed you weren't named in there. It's very, uh, gee, it's hard to plead my case, isn't it? You you said yourself, <laughs> only two tackles in a hundred and four game, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, maybe if you got uh, yeah, as much as uh, Ballard, you might. Bella did. Uh, you might have uh, done a little bit better, but uh, yeah, no, that's that's all right. Uh, Bella, no surprises with the other um, with the other three: Ferguson, uh, Riddell, and, and uh, I can't remember who the other one is. So yeah, but um, I thought Erica O'Shea and Talia Randall might have been a bit stiff to miss out. Do you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. That's you know, I, I'm obviously biased there. All my teammates, I probably could make a case for every single player, um, maybe. So I think, yeah, you know, they're great players. Ricky's come along in leaps and bounds since coming over from Ireland. And obviously Talia, um, I think she's one of the best key forwards in the comp. Um, you know, one-on-one, you're probably not beating her. So I think what she brings in that bit of that um, X factor for a key forward, I think. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, like these things are really nice and um, it's really nice to see players get rewarded. But at the end of the day, um, I feel like most of us would swap an All-Australian nom in for a premiership medal. So I think, yeah, maybe some people might strive for it, but it, um, I think, you know, the priorities probably lie in the premiership. So um, that doesn't mean too much at the end of the day, um, really. But, yeah, it is definitely nice to see players get rewarded for their effort. And there are definitely many players throughout the whole competition who um, don't get that recognition. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, the, yeah, the talent uh, seems to have gone up this year. I mean, we've had some, uh, you know, great bottom from uh, Gold Coast and a number of others. You know, you got Mon Conti as well. And, uh, yeah, so the, the, the talent level is uh, getting better each year, which is really good to see. Uh, it's really good to see for the women's game. So, yeah. All right. I want to be mindful of your time, girls, and just want to make this into a bit of a fun finish. Now, I just did a player comp with you two in your respective careers. So I'll have a few questions. Tess, we'll start with you. Who is listed taller between you and Bella? Who's taller? Yes. Um, it's one of us by like one centimetre, I think. Uh, do I'm you want sure to it's me. I think I'm a, I'm a centimetre taller. Yeah, 163, Tess. Bella, Eddie, 162. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Bella, who is averaging more marks in their career between you and Tess? Oh, um, I'm going to say Tess. Both at 1.5. Oh, yeah. trick question. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tess, who is averaging more tackle, tackles in their career? <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I don't know, Bella. <laughs> uh, both at two. So you kept up the average. Hey. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, Bella, who is averaging more clearances in their career? Um. Just based off where we've played on the ground, I'm going to say myself. Yep, you're at one. At Tess Craven's at 0.5. Tess. <laughs> oh, you're going on the wing, so you might be able to get it uh, if you uh, go on uh, your way. So you never know. Uh, Tess, Bella Eddy and her, had her career high in possessions in round two against the Blues. How many possessions did she get that day? Was it A, 19, B, 21, C, 23? I think A nineteen. Oh come on, Craven! Give me yeah. some cred. You go on, Balotelli. <laughs> oh, I don't know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-one. Ah, oh, yes, yeah, right down the middle. Bella, 
Tess Craven had her career high in possessions against the Bulldogs in round 10. Was it A, 14, B, 17, or C, 18? Oh, um, I'm going to go with C. Uh, A, 14. So not even close. Now, girls, I'm going to put you into uh, life scenarios now. I'll start with you, Tess. A gun to my head, and I have to pick between you and Bell Eddie to kick golf from 25 metres out on a 45-degree angle. Do I choose you or Bella to save my life? Are you still I there? Have, I feel like she might oh, have she's disconnected. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. um, well, who would you go for? Uh, you know, Tess has got a lovely kick, so I'd probably go with Tess. Uh, I would have picked you, actually, because uh, you're a bit more accurate. So, I would, um, yeah, I would have definitely gone. <laughs> Uh, I definitely would have uh, gone uh, down your path. Now, Bella, uh, we're all, all at a bar drinking and we're going to shout for drinks. Me, you, Tess, and Ash Riddell is with us as well. It comes to Ash Riddell's turn to shout us drinks. Does she A, buy us drinks, B, goes to the toilet, C, has left her wallet in the car, T, D, Houdini and disappears? Sorry, you cut out. You're going to have to repeat that. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Uh, all right. So we're all at a bar and we're going to shout for drinks. Um, me, you, Tess, and Ash Riddell is with us as well. It comes down to uh, uh, comes to Ash Riddell's turn to share us drinks. Does she A, buy us drinks, B, goes to the toilet, C, has her left her wallet in the car, or D, uh, Houdini and disappears? Yeah, I'd probably say um, she'd probably like a B. Like she'd say she's going to the bar and she'll get us a drink, but then she'll come back um, empty-handed or just with a drink for herself. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Is it true that she keeps spreadsheets of um, like uh, everything she spends and, and so forth? Oh, I can't confirm. I'm not sure. But, I mean, I wouldn't put it past her. Yeah, I've, I've heard – um, from uh, Kate Sheila that she does that. So, yeah, that's uh, yeah, interesting. Uh, I, I don't think I've ever met anyone that gone that far, but uh, yeah, uh, fair enough. Now, Tess, uh, oh, not Tess, uh, Bella, I'm still waiting for Tess to come back on. Uh, we've won the flag and you are both right next to each other and the President Sonia Hood is there. Who do you think she goes to, to, uh, goes to first to hug? Oh, um, to be honest, I think she'd actually go for the both of us at once. Um, Sonia loves all the girls. Um, so, um, yeah, I reckon she'd go for a two-on-one. Oh, okay. Well, that's uh, fair enough. Good answer, I think. <laughs> um, all right. So a couple of weeks ago, the, uh, they auctioned the pride around Guernsey's. I was a lucky winner of one. It was between you two girls. Uh, Bella, Bella, did I win your jumper or, or did I um, go for Tess Craven? Oh, uh, I'm going to back myself in here. Yeah, it was yours. So, oh, yeah, very got... nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, someone bitted me up, but uh, no, they gave up pretty quick. So I played the poker hands. I uh, went, went, went all in straight away. Um, last one, simple one. Uh, Bella, who is the coach's favourite between you and Tess? Oh, that's, that's a really great question and depends on who you ask. But I'm going to say... Definitely these days. I, I think I've slid down the ranks um, personally, so I'm definitely going with Tess for this one. I don't know if you caught that uh, question there, Tess, but uh, who's, a, who's the coach's favourite between you and Bella? <laughs> Bella, no doubt. 
Nah, it's so bad. Not these days. Yeah, I know I lost you for a few questions, so I'll go back. Um, I don't know if you caught this one. A gun to my head might have to be picked between you and Bell Eddie to kick a goal from 25 metres out on a 45-degree angle. Do I choose you or Bella to save my life? I said you would choose Bella, and then you also said you'd choose Bella. So, (laughs) Uh, uh, Tess, I said I'd choose you. I remember that. Thank you, Bella. I appreciate that. That's all right. Jeez, I'm not making uh, very good friends with you tonight, uh, Tess. It's uh, yeah. Hopefully, this, this doesn't strain us our relationship too much. Um, <laughs> now, I don't know if you caught this one. Probably not. We're all at a bar drinking, and we're in a shower for drinks. Me, Is the you, Tess, question. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So, what does she do? Um, does she a buy us drinks? B goes to the toilet. C has left her wallet in the car. Or D Houdini and disappears. Gee, I don't know. I- I think she'll probably pretend she's forgotten to do it and then just get her own. <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a, a good option. Yeah, no, that's uh, yeah, fair. Um, now, I asked this to Bella as well. I'll be interested to get, see, hear your answer. Now, we've won the flag and you are both right next to each other and the president, Sonia Hoodie's there. Who do you think she goes to to hug first? I feel like Sonia doesn't pick favourites. I feel like she'd have to hug us both. Oh, good answer. That's what it's exactly what Bella already said. Oh, she does that. She does the double arm. It's very yeah, cute. she does that. So, yeah. Oh, fair enough then. Yeah, no. Well, if there's about, uh, you know, uh, 21 of you, that's going to be interesting to try and hug everyone. So, yeah, <laughs> see, see how we go in a couple of weeks. Um, Last one. All right. So a couple of weeks ago, they auctioned the Pride Round Guernseys. I was the lucky winner of one. It was between you two girls. Uh, did I win Bella's or did I win yours, Tess? Uh, I know who won mine and I know it wasn't you. So oh. you won Bella's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. So, oh, yeah, well, sorry. with the way this, uh, this uh, interview has gone, yeah, it's probably not surprising, is it? <laughs> oh, <my God>. uh. <laughs> Yeah, this is being thrown tonight. Yeah, it's a bit of fun. Yeah, no, it's all all, all good fun. So, uh, girls, that was a lot of fun. Um, Bella, any messages for the fans out there who are listening and to to try and get them to come along to the game? Um, I think just, yeah, if you can get down, um, you know, when the crowd's really loud and, you know, hopefully there should be more North Melbourne supporters in Adelaide, given it's in Melbourne. It actually really does make a difference to the girls out on the field. We feel the energy and the support. So um, it does really help us out there. So if you can get down, definitely yeah. uh, get down 3 o'clock Sunday. Uh, sounds good. And my favourite player, Tess, have you got any messages? Uh, I just think, where would you rather be on a Sunday afternoon? Um, you want to join, don't join the bandwagon next week, join it this week. And yeah, it should be a really good day. Just Hopefully, yeah, get around us a bit. Um, we always play Adelaide and Adelaide, so it'd be good to hear a nice home crowd for a change. And yeah, just get yeah. A, get around the girls. Yeah, it makes a difference, doesn't it, Tess? Like just having that um, yeah crowd factor, home crowd factor against the interstate team. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember uh, a football manager about 30, 40 years ago was quoted as saying, um, "Yeah, the supporters of the oxygen, uh, the players breathe." So, yeah, that always stuck with me. So, yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, it makes a big difference. So, definitely get out there. I know, I got a message on Instagram a couple of weeks ago and he said he went to his first ever AFLW game against Melbourne and he, he said he loved it. So, hopefully, he's, he's hooked and he'll be there this week. 
Girls, it's been a pleasure. I can't wish you any more luck than I can for the rest of the finals. I hope for you both, more than anything, you can get a premiership medal. Um, good luck for this week and next week, um, we hope. Uh, I'll chat to you after uh, after the season is over. Thanks so much, Bella. No worries. Thanks for having me. Tess, uh, it's been an honour and a pleasure, so thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for having me, Dean. So thank you very much to those girls for coming on the show once again. Much appreciated, especially a few days before, an all-important game for those girls. So it was good to get their thoughts on how the week off went and their win against Melbourne and also what they have to do to beat the Crows this week. So that's it uh, for tonight's show. I did do a show, uh, a draft preview show, a uh, draft review show, I should say, with, with Siobhan Rowe and Frank Descalzo last night. So make sure to check that out. Uh, yeah, I tweeted that out yesterday. Uh, it's been out for a couple of days, I think. Oh, just a day, so check that out. Um, but that uh, might do me for this week. I might be, I might do another show tomorrow. I'll see how I go for time. And a guest, I guess, as well. So, yeah, maybe look out for that. But, um, yeah, I'll definitely do another show next week. Um, talk about how the girls went with Claire Cozzy. So, like I said, that's it for tonight. And tonight, I will leave a shout-out to our newest draftee, Zane Dersma. So, bye for now, and go Roos.